Hello, welcome to Reorient Nation. This is our third episode. I'm Father Simeon. My family is planning to celebrate the Chinese Mid-Autumn Festival, also known as the Moon Festival this evening. The Mid-Autumn Festival and Chinese New Year, or the Lunar New Year, are probably the two biggest holidays in Chinese culture. At least some variation of the Chinese festival is celebrated in other East Asian countries too. The origins of the Moon Festival may go back as far as 3,000 years. The date is determined by the lunar calendar, and it falls on a night with a full moon. In Chinese mythology, there's the story about the goddess of the moon, Chang'e. When she was a woman on earth, her husband, a great archer, was given the elixir of immortality as a gift because of his heroic effort to take down nine of ten suns in the sky that scorched the earth so there would be just one sun to give the appropriate degree of heat and light to the earth. Now, Chang'e's husband loved his wife very much. And he didn't take that elixir immediately after receiving it, but he kept it safe so that both he and his wife could take it together. But her husband's apprentice tried to break in and take the elixir of immortality for himself by force. To keep the elixir from this evil intruder, Chang'e quickly drank the elixir. After drinking it, she began floating up to the sky and decided to live on the moon to be close to her husband on earth. In this version of the story, it's a love story. There's another version in which her husband becomes a tyrant and she takes the elixir to keep him from being a tyrant forever. In yet another version, she steals the elixir from her husband for herself and she flew away to the moon to make sure her husband couldn't reach her. So this story is about protecting the elixir of immortality from those who are evil and could perpetually bring evil into the world forever. Or it can be a story to teach us the consequences of following selfish desires. Here's another story from Chinese mythology. It's one of my favorites. A long time ago, the Jade Emperor, the ruler of heaven, descended down to the earth and disguised himself as a simple old beggar. Kneeling on the ground next to his campfire, the beggar cried out to the animals in the forest, Please, please bring me some food. I'm terribly hungry. A monkey, a fox, and a rabbit heard his call. They all scurried around looking for something for this poor man to eat. The monkey climbed up high into a tree and brought down some fruit. The fox grabbed a fish from the nearby stream. The rabbit collected grass from the field. When the three animals presented their gifts to the beggar, the rabbit suddenly realized that people can't eat grass. With nothing suitable to offer, the rabbit quickly jumped up and over into the beggar's fire to offer itself as food for the poor man. Deeply impressed by the rabbit's selflessness and bravery, the jade emperor quickly prevented the fire from burning the rabbit, took it up into his arms, and carried it from the earth to the moon. On the moon, the jade emperor gave the rabbit a responsibility he considered humans too selfish to hold, the honor of making the heavenly medicine of immortality, which gave anyone who drank it eternal life. This white rabbit is known as the jade rabbit because its fur is smooth and shiny like priceless jade. When the moon is full and bright, those of us on earth can look up to the moon and see the outline of the jade rabbit pounding the elixir of immortality with its mortar and pestle. So while in the West we see a man on the moon, others see the rabbit in the moon. Decorations associated with the Mid-Autumn Festival often show Chang'e, the goddess of the moon, with her only lunar companion, the white jade rabbit. 
If we go back far into Chinese history, we may see that the Mid-Autumn Festival is connected to the pagan worship of the moon or the moon goddess. Of course, as Orthodox Christians, the moon festival doesn't have any pagan meaning at all. We worship the Creator God, the God of Heaven, the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Most High God. And the meaning of these stories and the practices for us are illumined by the light of Christ. We have no problem taking a festival that was once a pagan festival and baptizing it, that is stripping it of all its meaning related to false gods and mythologies and celebrating the festival in a way that is harmonious for us as Eastern Orthodox Christians. Now, some people have claimed that Christmas, the celebration of Christ's nativity, and Easter, what we call Pascha, the celebration of Christ's resurrection from the dead, were originally pagan holidays that were replaced with Christian meaning. But that just doesn't seem to be true. The reasons for those feasts and when they are celebrated are rooted in the life of the church and the scripture, but I'm not going into that now. For Orthodox Christians, those who lived throughout the world before the birth of Christ were searching for heaven. We're searching for spiritual meaning. And we affirm what they got right. And we reject what they misunderstood or were deceived into believing. And we correct what is still useful and worth keeping. Remember, being an Eastern Orthodox Christian doesn't mean relinquishing your culture, but allowing that unaltered, ancient, apostolic faith to shape it and shine through your culture. What does the Moon Festival mean for me as an Orthodox Christian? Well, the Moon Festival is a time for gathering extended family together. For Christians, that family isn't just our biological family, but our spiritual family, our fellow Orthodox Christians. We can invite a lot of people or just maybe the godparents of our kids and a few others who appreciate the festival, like friends with East Asian heritage. The red lanterns hung around the house remind us of the one who is light, uncreated light, and of our work to be the light of the world. Red is a color associated with happiness in Chinese culture. And in the Eastern Orthodox Church, red is associated with the cross and with the martyrs. We look at the moon, but we look at the moon as the lesser light that God has established in the sky to show light at night and to mark the seasons. As the psalmist reminds us in the Holy Scripture, when we look up to the heavens and see the moon and stars, we ask, who are we that God cares for us? The moon up high in the sky brings to mind the Creator's majesty. And yet God does care for us. The one who is far is also near, near as the moonlight that falls on us and the earth when the sky is clear. The moon reflects the light of the sun, and our work in the world as Orthodox Christians, that work is to reflect the light of the spiritual sun, the sun of righteousness, Jesus Christ, in the darkness. The darker the world is, the more useful we are to illumine the way that leads to life. Through humility and repentance and love and prayer and faithfulness to the truth, we remain full and bright for the benefit of others out of love. During our celebration of the festival, we share mooncakes. This sharing reminds us of our interconnectedness, that we are not meant to be like the bright moon alone or to walk in the darkness alone, but together as a community with a common life, a life that is sweet, a life that is joyful. 
These mythological stories have meaning for us, like the ancient pagan Greek mythological stories still had meaning for early Christians of Greek and Roman heritage. Our ancestors knew that behind the pagan gods of the nations were demonic powers that revealed themselves as gods and caused spiritual delusion within societies. Mythologies and rituals emerged from interactions with these spiritual demonic powers and from human imagination. Yet our ancestors also knew that if a Christian is like a bee, taking the good and beneficial things like a honeybee takes from the flowers while leaving behind harmful things, we could extract and make use of the elements of truth. We are like the honeybee and not the fly that goes toward that which is smelly and rotten and harmful. All true knowledge belongs to us because we follow the one who is truth, the one who reveals to us the truth. So within these mythological stories, we can find value and benefit, not because the stories teach us something the church doesn't know, because the church, the deep mystery, is the pillar and ground of truth, but because the stories reinforce what the church already knows, being the temple of the spirit of truth. These stories teach us a different way of explaining the Orthodox faith to others. Now, I especially find meaning in the story of the Jade Rabbit. I mean, who has taught us to selflessly love our neighbors? That is, whoever is in need. Who willingly and humbly gave his own life for the benefit of the world, offering himself to God the Father? Who has taught us that his body and blood is real food? Who is the source of the medicine of immortality? You may not understand what some or any of this means. But this deep mystery is a reality that Orthodox Christians participate in within the ancient church. It is spirituality, but it is spirituality with physicality, bringing together the invisible realm and the physical visible realm together. If you are celebrating the Mid-Autumn Festival this year, I hope you have a happy one. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it. I'm Father Simeon. May God bless your journey.